Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. Hey, you've downloaded the podcast. Well done. Yes. Well done. Well done. Interesting chat today about the um, family fight that's going on between Bindi Irwin and her grandfather. We talked to his autobiographer. It is sad, isn't it? But you just don't know the full story. It is like you said, there is two sides to every story. And yeah. whatever anyone's sitting in, it's their truth. Mm-hmm. Well, hearing like the chat is obviously very much in Bob's favour because it's the lady who wrote his book. Um, and I don't deny that there's any lies in there and he believes what, what he's said and stuff. But at the end of the day, yeah, unless you had both parties in a room together and you could ask questions, mm. it's hard to know. My friend does mediation. I find it so interesting. So she is a freelance mediator. Mm. Right. Um, a lawyer. So they'll call her in when two people obviously can't get. But then I was like, does it always work out? She's like, no, not at all. No, it never works out, and, I would um, say. Well, Sometimes they do. Like, it's all about compromise. Mm. But it's, she said it's always about making sure that each person knows that they're right. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Because sometimes they are. Well, sometimes That's, people have just gone yeah. in with what they've decided and they're like, no, wait a minute, you're not going to change my view on it. Mm. Yeah. So I guess it's how do you compromise. But, yeah, sometimes they go, yep, let's go again, like on a different round. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's all just, I guess, fighting fairly, isn't it? Well, I guess the hardest thing is the way you're feeling, if you're in that situation, I guess, when there's been a breakdown of marriage or whatever, what you're feeling is real. Mm. So yeah. you're upset. The other person's upset. So you, you, you're both upset. That's, that's true. But then saying who was right and who was wrong, because both people probably did stuff that were wrong to make the other people feel shitty. Mm. But at the end of the day, then you just have to be willing to accept that. One person is never generally going to put their head up and go, oh, my God, you're right. Mm. Oh, my God, I didn't think that. You're right. Have all the money. But, <laughs> but you know, for companies is what she does. Oh, right. mm. So for companies that have had like two um, CEOs together or mm. even for people that have worked in a company and an employer, an mm. employee yeah. dispute. But I was like, it's just so tempting to go ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. Round two. Round two. Fight. But see, I, I don't know. I, th- I think we got two different things out of that chat because, I, and obviously you're right, it is biased in, in his favour. I heard it that he he is open to everything, but it, it's it's not being allowed. He would have if he had their mobiles, it would have been different. Yeah, but you got to remember the time that he hasn't spoken to him. They wouldn't have had their mobile phones at their age. Now, I think true. someone is stopping him from being allowed a relationship with his. Yeah, friend. it is hard because I mean you can't write a letter to Australia Zoo. No, and yeah. expect a response or it to go through if they've already made that decision. Yeah, but I think I think what you're saying in this instance, like we've been discussing, yes, you're correct. Mm. Someone might be stopping them. But also, too, um, we haven't had a chance to say to that person, why are you stopping them? Because mm. yeah. they might tell us something that the other person's like, well, of course I didn't print that because that would look bad. Yeah, true. Mm. You just don't know. Don't know. I was in mediation with my mum and a former employer of hers. That's right. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't fun because she was traumatised. Well, you were her support group, weren't you? I was <laughs> her support person. Yeah, I wasn't doing the mediating. Who um, Would you guys come in as a support person? I'd actually probably need Maddie to come in as a support person. Why? Because you'd be too passive, I reckon. I'd want someone to speak up. Are you allowed to speak up as a support person? Uh, Yeah. Well, the way it works, so my mum had a dispute over a work injury. Yeah. um, And so what happens is is you go into a room um, with your lawyer and your lawyer tells you this is what's going to play out, blah, 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 blah. Mm. They're going to go real low. We'll go high and then we'll meet in the middle. Then the other person, the other lawyer comes in from the other people. They all chat. Da, 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 da. That person leaves. Oh. That other lawyer leaves. Mm. You discuss with your lawyer what you want. 
then they go out. Your lawyer goes and talks to the other one. Mm. Uh, okay, so you don't actually speak to the other person that you don't in. like is not in the room. No, well, they can be, but they don't have oh. to be. Mm. And right. It's all different. And then as the support person, my mum was like, what do you think? Mm. It's pretty much oh. just that. But I thought, you can you'd, join I thought you'd agree with them. Like, yeah, she can be like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Give, him money. Yeah. Give him money. Give him money. Come on. Stop being so <laughs> there is the opportunity to do that, though. Uh, like when the other lawyer is in there. Yeah. yeah. Like you could you could really mess it up, I guess. Mm. But Yeah. But main, mainly the, I think it was a barrister who did it or someone did it for mum. But yeah, mainly mm. they, they do the chatting. But What's exciting about it is, you know, like it's the coming in and out of mm. the lawyers and like the negotiating. Right, we're going to the... be back. Mm. We're going to speak yeah. to our client and yeah. we'll let them know. He actually walked back in and he goes, all right, so I've got their offer. He goes, and we're not taking it. So let's just sit in here for five minutes. Right. He goes, and when that's up, I'll go back out and we'll come to something a bit more reasonable. Because mm. this is the dance. So mm. and we literally, he was like, watch the footy last night. <laughs> <laughs> like that sort of thing. Wow. And he's like, righto. In five minutes. I'll come back in a sec. Wow. And then he walks out, you know. Do you reckon the other end, the other guy's going, what do you think he's doing in there? Oh, they're just chatting footy. This is the dance. <laughs> yeah, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. I 100% reckon. It would be the same as managers for sports stars. <coughs> I'm, I watch Jerry Maguire, so I know mm. how it works. Oh, but it would be the same as that. Yeah, mm. oh, totally. Mm. Totally. Mm. All right. Uh, so anyway, Bindi Irwin, the autobiographer or the biographer of uh, Bob Irwin's book, he's coming up uh, in the show. We do a round of stereotype bingo. Can we find the most stereotypical Brisbane private schoolboy? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into it. Here we go. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Oh, g'day. It's Tradie Chat Tuesday. Well, here he is again to give us his views. There's a very good chance that he's not wearing shoes. Let's just hope he doesn't talk about ghost poos. It's time to head to <laughs> Abby's house and Scotty Too Hotty for Trady Chat Tuesday. <laughs> good one. Ahoy, <laughs> <laughs> ghosties. How are we, fellow ghosties? We're good. So yes, satisfying, the old ghosty. Yeah. Now I can't stop yeah. thinking about it when I go to the bathroom, to be honest. I know, you get disappointed, yeah. don't you? <laughs> yes, I have now since we've had the conversation. <laughs> That's so exciting. What else do you want to talk about, Scotty? Yeah. I've got more things in common today with uh, that chat. Um, so, yeah, thanks. No, thanks. You got some tune music? Oh, oh. So at the end of each show, if you're not with us uh, yeah. just before 9 o'clock each day, we take a moment. We have a, pe- a penis to come in and um, we, penis? We, we take a moment a to discuss oh, yeah. what's gotten us for the day. Yeah. Uh, my thanks, no thanks today is a shout-out to Whippersnippering. So... Go to do the right thing. Whip snip of your backyard. Mm. And then all of a sudden, you didn't see a dog poo in the high grass area. And a piece flies off the whip snipper and hits you in the eyeball. <laughs> so quickly you drop the whip snipper and you run to the tap so you're worried you're not going to get pink eye. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> seriously rub and wash the eye mm. until it's basically almost out of your socket. Mm. Thanks, dog poo. No thanks. There's Scotty's two jobs. Cut the... Cutting the grass and picking up the dog poo. Yeah, well, I picked up... I thought I got all the dog poo, but I must have missed one. <laughs> so do you you whip a snipper before you mow then? Yeah, don't you? Yeah, no, I always do, but I'm just thinking if you've got landmines around the place, maybe you're best to mow first. I know it makes the job a bit longer. It's worse if in, the, um, in the lawnmower. 
Doesn't it just? Yeah, you don't want it. Yeah. Doesn't mm. the lawnmower just sling it back into the catcher? It would do that. Like it would. Oh. It would in the gate. You getting hit with it, but it the smell that. Yeah, um, you still need to pick it up yes. regardless. He's normally pretty good because uh, I, I said to him, like, do you really need a whipper snipper? And he's like, do I need a whipper snipper? Yeah, you need a whipper. You got to do. The, you can't edges. get lawnmower up to the edges. Yeah. Correct. I yeah, hate a whippersnipper, what? though. How often are you replacing that little wire underneath it every time? You, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Nightmare. <laughs> I think you're hitting too much concrete or around trees, mate. Yeah. He has a lot of rocks in his backyard. Oh, yeah, well, that too. That'll strip it. Yeah. Cool yeah, you, yeah, Matty, I, I, I don't, just going back on that, mate. Yeah. Whip snipper then, because otherwise if, what happens is I've mowed before and then you whip snipper and then the grass ends up all in your pool area. Correct, and that's not very good. Mm. That is no, bad. But I'm, I was just trying grass. to... I was trying to think oh, what your best option is with the poo. See, I don't have to deal with the poos because I don't have a dog. So, nah. What uh, about your kids? Do they go and do mystery <laughs> No, you know what? Eden's obsessed with a bush wee. Oh, she's yeah. she's going wee, through we like a, a yeah. bush wee at home. Well, how's so, that for you, Grass? Um, it's not too bad. <laughs> not, not like dog what stuff? Because no. the dog's really bad for it. Dogs mm. are bad, yeah. yeah. Mm. But I think because yeah, our children have more thing. of a You're balanced diet. You're feeding her the diet. right diet for... <laughs> <laughs> we also How put fabulous. those little dog rocks in her water when she has dinner yeah, at night, yeah, so it really yeah. helps. Mate, do you not? You don't wear glasses or any protection either. The fact that you know that it managed to get did no it get you any either, no, anywhere wait, else? No, Can you wear shoes when you're doing all this stuff for once? It nah, really bothers no, me when I look out the back. It was in the like, intro, but he won't wear it on. <laughs> he won't wear it on the job. Like he wears shoes on the job site, but at yeah. home he wears. Because I was saying to Maddie, uh, he just got a chainsaw, and I said I don't like you using the chainsaw, but you don't. You never wear shoes when you're doing it. Nah, you don't need to. You're gonna if a tree's gonna land on your foot, well then you've got your foot in the wrong spot. I think she's more concerned about you cutting your foot off with the chainsaw, mate. I think the the tree was the least of the worries. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> if I'm gonna, be, <laughs> it's not gonna be my foot. It'll probably be my uh, my whole leg or an arm. I think, yeah. I'd say. Okay. All right. I get what you're saying though. At home, Scotty, there's no legal ramifications to it. But when workplace health and safety officers get involved, you're like, I've lost a foot, and I'm probably going to have to pay a really big fine. <laughs> yeah, very true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always look out and I'm like, can you put any thongs? And he goes, nah, they're not my good thongs, don't worry. I'm like, I'm not worried about your thongs. <laughs> it's like his only shoe wear is his leather thongs, which can go anywhere because they're so classy. Oh, yeah, and then he's got the rubber ones, mm. and that's it. I'm like, I'm not worried about the thongs. Steel cap well, thongs? <laughs> yeah, could get some steel cap thongs. I don't know how that'll go down. But uh, remember Minnie, she, um, the old producer, she... Didn't her dad run over her foot with a lawnmower? Yeah, yes. Minnie. Nine toes Minnie. Yeah, yeah, her big toe. Yeah. She was missing because her dad ran over it. Yeah. Yeah, it went to market. Yeah. Wow. But just make sure you, um, your kids aren't around while the lawnmower's going. Mm. God, she loves you bring that story <laughs> up to her safety. every time. <laughs> <laughs> She's all right. She's in Melbourne. She can't hear. She's podcasting, mate. Podcasting. Hey, Scotty, always a pleasure. You be careful out there, right, with the, uh, with the dog poo. I will. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Give their inheritance. An inheritance. Decided not to leave any of their money to their two kids. That's exactly what we decided yesterday. <laughs> Nothing to the kids. Nothing at all. Uh, no, that's not true. They get all of it. Yesterday, Esther and I had a meeting about our will. Mm. Um, because we've been told for years that we should get one because we've got life insurance. And I think I've had life insurance since I was 23. Wow. I'm pretty sure I got life insurance. Mm. Is that, like, because you seem quite into it at the moment. Nothing's happening to you. But you really yeah. want to get it sorted. Is this because you you learnt from your father when he passed away? Or you're well, just thinking about it at the moment as you're taking on new businesses? Well, we've um, we've always had life insurance and it's always 
something that we've done, and mainly, and a lot of people always say, like, God, you got into it young, and that's Yeah, that's what I thought. My dad passed away when I was 21, mm. and my dad had in, his health insurance, life insurance, all that sort of stuff, and I can see how it helped my mum. Mm. Yeah. Um, and as hard as it is to think about that stuff, when you have children, and that's always my biggest concern, if I die, I want to make sure that my kids are going to have a great life. Mm. So I've allowed for things like possibly private schools, making sure our house is paid off. And I also want Esther to be in a great situation. You know, I want her to be happy, not happy enough to get another younger man and have great European holidays. Uh, <laughs> I'm worth a lot dead, guys. Trust me. Um, <laughs> not worth much alive. But so yesterday we went to do the wheel because we were joking about it on air yesterday about I would leave something to someone who listens to the show. Mm. Easy done. If you want, you can say I've got this vase or I've got this thing. Leave right. it to this person. Mm-hmm. Where it gets weird is we're sitting across from, from the lawyer, mm. me and Esther, and he's going through stuff, and he's like, okay, so I'm going to make an assumption. If one of you dies, the other one gets everything. Right. But, yeah, sweet. No, my missus. Swapsies. <laughs> to <Yeah>. someone else. <laughs> Mistress. Well, they do. There is a page. No. no. not mistresses, but there is a page where you have to fill out if you've had ex-partners. Right. And so we sat down, and he goes, flick, 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 flick. And he goes, all right. So how long have you guys been married? I said, nearly 10 years. He goes, okay. Lifts up the page. He goes, oh, this will be an easy one. He goes, no exes, mm-hmm. sweet as. Why is that because if you've got an ex-partner, they're still like liable to super or something? Well, there can be that. There's usually sometimes children, children that go with right. it. Yeah. Right. And so then when you're talking about um, like what happens to your children when you die, mm. you know, you've got to work all that out. And if they're under 18, it might be, yeah. All that stuff. So we have a 19-year-old, a 7-year-old and a 4-year-old. Mm. He's like, so if something was to happen to both of you, your 19-year-old. And we're like, absolutely, give him no power. <laughs> no power for him. Right. Yeah. They're like, great, no worries. We're like, he's a good kid, he's a smart kid, but he will not be able to make any decisions no. for his siblings. And, and he doesn't want that. No. And that's what we thought. Yeah. And that's where you have to start thinking, because mm. they're like, what if one of you dies mm. and you're in an accident together and one of you is incapacitated but still alive? They're like, who do you want to make your decisions for you? Fun questions, aren't they? I know, but it's all serious stuff. And so you're there on the spot and you have to pick someone. They're like, who do you want to be in control of your health decisions? Mm -hmm. So possibly flicking off the life support Mm -hmm. and money. It's like, well... You say us, you said us, didn't you? (laughs) No, because we just go, it's for the best. Yeah. I'd be like, Matt goes on, Matt goes on, Matt goes on, Matt goes on. (laughs) Do we get to see what's in the will first before we make the decision? I mean, there's a lot of... Why are you turning that off? (laughs) That's his iPhone charger. Oh, sorry. Whoops. Um, So we're like, oh, who is it going to be? I was like, my mum won't want to make those decisions. She'll be too emotional about it. Mm. So I picked my sister. Mm -hmm. Which one? The accountant? Yes. Because she's an accountant. I was like, at least I know my sister will make smart decisions about money. Mm. And then you go, well, you can't do it all for my sister because what if some of, like, what if Esther's parents are still alive and they'll be like, why is she making all the decisions? Well, you decisions? normally have oh. two, don't you? Well, you can do one or you can do two. Can, or you, you, can you do more? You can do as many as you want. Uh, yeah, to you can get a cable. A yeah. A panel of experts. You can get a board. Yeah. We had a fight in our household because my parents chose executor of the will as one of my brothers. Mm. And we're like, why him? And they're like, because we trust him the most. And we're like, really? Yeah. Well, like, we would have picked him as well. But not the point. Mm. You're like, that's what you're doing. You, you're picking someone, you kind of go, yeah. 
favourite trustworthy. Surely there's That's been... where people get upset, I think. Yeah. Mm. There must have been, just in the way things that everything's possible, someone must have been driving to that meeting and had an accident and died. Oh, before the will. Yeah. They would have had the written out wishes in their car. Is <laughs> <laughs> that so what you had to do, write down stuff before? Well, no, yeah, a little bit, but it's not, like, if it's not done in a proper contract, yeah, it's not binding. it doesn't count. See, then people mm. always say that they found, like, a napkin in the house yeah. and it had their yeah. will decision and it was still implemented into court. Mm. Yeah. Well, see, I always thought when I was younger, it was like when you watch the movies, everyone goes to the lawyer's office and you watch a VHS of someone <laughs> sitting there talking through it. Um but I haven't asked my sister yet. Ah, right. Ooh. I just made an assumption and I put her down. I think she'll like it because she likes power, my big sister. It doesn't mean you get any more. It just means that you will make sure that the wishes of the, the person yeah. who's passed away gets what they want. Well, she doesn't get anything. This is the thing. She gets no money. Mm. She just has to do all the work. Yeah. So she'll be the one who like, goes and signs the papers, does all the admin, but the kids get the money. Watch, watching your money go everywhere else except for except her. Except for her, yeah. You didn't even so. throw her something because she's doing that? No. 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 That's what sisters are for. That's what she's... That's what else. (laughs) But then the other question you have is you have to go, okay, so if we've appointed two people, Mm. you go, do you want them to have to make the decision together so they've got to consult each other or either one can make a decision at either time? And you're like, oh, well, I guess they should make it together so Mm. there's no argument. Mm. And he goes, all right, picture this. You're about to die. We have to do a surgery on you. Are they going to be, like, returning text messages quick enough? Oh. Like, there's so many wow. weird scenarios you got to think about. Imagine that if you got put Scotty in charge. Oh, my Two God. Two weeks later, he's like, <laughs> yeah, I reckon, yeah, take out the appendix. Maybe yeah, it's, it's give it done. a go. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. Stereotype. Stereotype bingo. Bingo. <laughs> All right, uh, this is fun, guys. Life is full of stereotypes. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you say, you can usually pick someone um, out of a lineup for who they are. We have a, a whole board full of private school boys. Feel free to join in, 131060. Um, we've collated a list um, from people around the office as to what they think um, the stereotypical private Brisbane private school boy is. Mm-hmm. Uh, So the key to this game is we are going to read them out. You're going to stay on the line, and if you haven't got one of these stereotypes, you hang up. And then at the end, we have the privatest schoolest boy ever. (laughs) Uh, So let's just have a quick chat first to Shane. You're a nudgy boy, Shane. Yeah, sure am. How long ago did you graduate? Oh, uh, it's a while ago now. 91. 91. Okay. Isn't that compulsory to play uh, footy there, isn't it, NRL? Uh, uh, no, 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 I'm definitely not in RL. No. no. Rugby Union. Rugby, rugby Union, union yeah. of course. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Wrong yeah. stereotype. Yeah. 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 It's the state schools that play rugby league. Right. The private schools yep. are the rugby union. I never even knew what rugby union was through primary school because we were a state school. Yeah, right. And that's when you find out when mm. you go to private. Okay. We've got two people from the same school. Oh, two St. Edmunds boys. Yeah. All right. Uh, Daniel's there, and let's put Scott on. Daniel and Scott, do you reckon you know each other? What year did you graduate? 03. Oh, I finished in 2010. Oh, okay. Probably not. Okay, worth a shot. What skill did you go to? Okay, here we go. Let's go through the list. Remember, hang up if this is not sounding like you. Okay. Do you own RMs? RM William Boots. One oh, left. we lost. One, oh, two, two. two. We lost two. There we go. That's a surprise. Right. Mm. Okay. You own RMs? Yeah. 
Yeah, I've got them. You're bucking the trend. I'm a pri- I'm a pretend privately. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we've sort of covered this with uh, Dan, but I reckon it'll be it'll hold true. Have you played or play rugby union? Okay. We lost one. Maddie in Springfield, you went to Westside Christian College. Were you any good on the paddock? Oh, hey there. Uh, yep, I um, was in my school's junior league team mm-hmm. uh, and then carried that in through to high school, but I actually ended up dropping out. Uh, mm. Oh, okay then. Still played though. Yeah, all right. You could have made it. I bet you could have. All right. That's pretty good. We've got two boys left. Two boys left. I need to know if you two boys have played golf socially. Yeah, they have. Yeah, of course they have. <laughs> <laughs> and for business as well. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, we lost oh, one. We lost one. We've only got one left. Yeah, oh. that's a surprise. Okay, Maddie, we're going to keep you on the line here. Let's see how you go. I want to know, Maddie, if you've ever had a night out at Fridays. Uh, in Valley? Yeah. Or in the city, yeah. Yes, in, I have. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. There's lots of armour and boots rolling through that door. I see what you've done there, but we'll move on. Uh, do you own Do you own a puffer jacket? A puffer jacket? Yeah. No, I'm out. Sorry. Oh, oh you don't? Oh. I'm listening to you. There you go. All right. See you, Matty boy. There you go. Uh, all right. Surprising. Not Those as, ones? Yeah. Not as... Uh, well, the vegan was definitive, wasn't it? I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Maddie are now flatties. We're bringing We'll find out which one's going to blow the stack. But the real state will call us. All right, so yes, we are. This is moving day. We are going to our new house. We are flatting, uh, all three of us, seeing if we can live together as flatmates for the first time in our lives. And yesterday, I was given a huge responsibility. <laughs> and thank you so much for trusting me uh, with the feeding of you guys. Well, you won the special item, which was an air fryer, mm-hmm. and 100% of people said, yeah, definitely, that's allowed it in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you said, if that's the case, then I'm going to do... The shopping and the cooking. Yes. Big responsibility. Big responsibility. You did ask us what we want. You did. Well, um, yes, I did. So I've got it here. You had a very specific request. No red meat and I don't want processed food and greens. Are you off Are you off red meat completely? Yeah, I have been for a long, long time. Oh, I didn't realise that. Mm. So yes, you did say you wanted greens. Uh, <laughs> no, what about the other stuff that I said? No, I forgot the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I got your broccoli. I got your broccoli. Is that all I got? It's just broccoli? Yeah, broccoli. How much? This much? A kilo. A kilo of broccoli. <laughs> How are you going to cook that you? in the air fryer? Uh, no, the bro- broccoli works really well in the air fryer. Does it? Yeah, you'd be surprised. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. A little bit of chilli and... Uh, yeah. The um, the limit was $60. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was the whole budget. That's I thought no red meat would be great because like, lamb is really expensive. I forgot yeah. you said no red meat. Yeah, so I got, a, I got, got sausages. sausages. Yeah. I got sausages. beef and chorizo oh, sausages. You are such Lovely. a man food. <laughs> this, going back to yeah. a shared house is probably your dream, isn't it? Yes. Of living on like mints yes. and... yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Maddie, what did you ask for? You said this yesterday. Jelly's tickling me. Okay. You like the jelly? I love jelly. A that treat, be, but not jelly. That can be his jelly. treat. Okay. We can make some jelly. It's fine. Jelly's great. Because you hardly ever have jelly. Mm. But then you're like, you remember when you go to Pizza Hut and you'd see those giant cubes of jelly mm. in there um, well, when it was buffet? You'd be like, yeah, mm. I'm going to have jelly. Mm-hmm. Did you get me jelly? Please tell me you got me jelly. Aeroplane yeah. jelly? I love aeroplane jelly. 
I didn't um, have any. Yes, they do. Oh, they do. Every Everyone has jelly. jelly. They're like little packets, and they're like two dollars. <laughs> Bull. Bull. That's it. Mate, I'm not all, seven. It was all gone. Oh yeah, right. It's yeah, all gone. right. I'm not Xander. I'm, I'm not bloody Rory. I'm not buying that. Was like, you wouldn't believe it. All the ice creams were gone as well. <laughs> I, I forgot you said you it's wanted like, jelly. It's like, is it fifty cents for a packet of jelly? Well, I did quite well. Look, I did quite well. Look, we got, got broccoli. We got want. snacks. We got chips. I didn't say get snacks. Oh, you snacks are good. I love snacks. Yeah, snacks, snacks are good. Yeah, yeah. I got um, chicken. I'm going to cook the chicken tonight. So it's chicken, herb and garlic chicken. I'll whack that in the air fryer. Oh, lovely. crisp up lovely. You won't believe it. Now, do you remember we had a listener on a couple of weeks ago and she said this. Onion rings are missing off the shelf at Woolworths and Aldi. Oh, yeah, she was. How wrong was she? Yeah, boy, <laughs> onion, rings. onion rings. I've never Woo! even had them before, but I thought they're there. May as well get them. Yeah. Now, that negates um, the jelly. Well okay. done. You guys ready for this? Now, yeah. this was a little bit more expensive, but I went out on a limb because okay. I wanted us to have a good time. Not just a good time. This Is this this is the, the luxury item of the week? It's one of them. You got some ice creams. We're going to yeah, have a gay do. time, guys. <laughs> we are going to have a gay cream. time. You know what? We're actually going to have four gay times. So I'm going to take the second one because I bought them because that's me. Can um, I have two gay times at once? Maddie, are you ready for this? Potato gems. Oh, yeah, boy. Teeny <laughs> tiny yep. little hash browns in a circle form. Please tell me you've got gravy. Have you got gravy? No, but I also got hash browns. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and special Hashies. luxury item, because we're all going to be living together, it's right? Like, okay. I love this. How you many got... main meals are in this? Like? Two. Is it, what's the what's chicken's one? Yeah. And what's the other one? The, the, hash um, browns? No, I've got rice and sausages. Sausages. <laughs> they look good. Um, they so look we're good. in there for a few more nights, but Stav said that he's going to get us takeaway for the other night. Yeah. Apparently, there's an epic. Apparently, there's epic the best, the best curry house in Brisbane in the morning side. Well done. You know wait, what? Wait, wait, wait. One oh, more thing. More. One there's more thing. One more luxury item. And this was expensive. What about cleaning products? And no, stuff? no, 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 no. We, okay, we, we're we're going to. No, no, right. we'll, we'll, okay, so we didn't have to buy cleaning products no. because we have sourced them from another place, which we cannot say on air. Yes. I did. I told her. I felt bad. We stole them from the supply cupboard here. Okay, so that's you're, what everyone does when you're flatting. Like yeah. you, you steal all that kind of stuff from work. Okay, so we're all sitting around. We're all a bit bored. We're going to do some crosswords <laughs> together. Yay, that's I got cool. it's a jumbo <gasps> puzzler. It's Chris it's Hemsworth. Got word wife searches. On the that's, front. that's why I picked Elsa. it for you. Yeah, uh, it's got a big one. You can win two hundred fifty dollars cash. It's got word <laughs> search. There's Bradley Cooper. We are going to have the, the best new time. idea. I love yeah. it. Well done, buddy. We're going tonight. Uh, you'll hear. Well, actually, we'll do a Facebook Live tonight, I think, when we're cooking dinner. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks for 10 grand tomorrow, the 23rd of June. It's a Wednesday. Here are your two answers to practice. Spanish and Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Shakira speaks Spanish. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. They have said that this is the secret to a happy marriage. Most people don't like it. They say it's a little bit taboo. Mm -hmm. But it started to be a bit of a trend um, that people are going back to it. Mm. And that is, wait for it, sleeping in separate beds. They have said that sleeping in the same bed causes so many issues that you might not even realise, and that's because everyone sleeps differently. So, for starters, you've got people that are different... um is it cicada? Cicada oh, yeah. rhythm? Circadian rhythm. Yeah. Um, some people are night owls. Some people um, like to get up early as well. They're saying that different temperature. Mm-hmm. And the biggest one is snoring. Uh-huh. So they're saying with your partner, you just, you're not really compatible in the bed. And if you sleep by yourself, 
you have such a better night sleep and then you're a better person the next day. And this one study has gone so far as saying for an extra hour sleep that women get, mm. they're 15% more likely to have special cuddles. Right. Really? Yeah, so imagine that. Maybe give them a few extra hours. An extra, but what's the baseline on that then? Seven hours. So, so like seven, mm-hmm. six. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. They're saying that women aren't getting enough sleep, full mm. stop. And they're saying that women will sleep better in a bed by themselves where men generally can sleep with someone else. Right. So yeah. men aren't really affected, but it's just women. So if women sleep by themselves... Mm. Um, and they're getting an extra hour than what they currently are, no matter what that is, whether it's disturbed by getting up to kids or whatever, mm. then they're more likely to. Of course. The reason that people don't do it is because it's such a taboo. If mm. you were saying, oh, my partner and I sleep in separate bedrooms, people go, oh, oh is everything wrong? not right? And mm. some people are like, no, 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 it still can be healthy as long as you put side time aside to Yeah, do you visit that each stuff. other. Yeah, you visit. What, what you if you did, um, you might be able to watch like an old movie and um, they're in the same room, yep. but they've got separate beds. Well, they're saying that back in the days, mm. if you're well-to-do, you never had the same bed. Like Queen Elizabeth and Philip all had their own bedrooms. Right. And it would be the dumb thing. It was actually the poor that slept together. And the reason they did that, because you didn't have electricity, so yeah, when the warm. lights are out, mm. well, you're also uh, vulnerable. Mm. So that you would all Willy sleep Wonka. together. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. They, they, they all slept in that one big bed, remember? You all sleep together for safety. Yeah, right. But now they're like, we've got deadlocks, so go your hardest Get and out. sleep in different bedrooms. Mm. But I don't know. I just want to know on 13, 10, 60, have you done it? Do you sleep in separate bedrooms, but you're still together? Some people swear by it. I would think I would love it. You think you'd love it? Well, at the moment, I've got like three people in the bed, because mm. then the kids come in as well. Uh, so, I reckon and I'm you'd thinking, be against it. I'm not against it. I just wouldn't like it. Mm. I feel funny... Sleeping without Esther there. They're like, saying men don't like it the most. Yeah. So they, they like to sleep next to their partner and they have a bed night's sleep. Right. But women are the ones that have a bed night's sleep when they're not with their partner. I feel lonely. Like if Do I you? wake up in the night yeah. and Esther's not there. Women f- are saying, make me lonely. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> I feel lonely. See, I go to bed before Cat anyway, so it always feels like I'm sleeping by myself. Yeah. I you guys have benefits. complained about snoring before, though. Mm. But, but both of you have. Yeah, but that doesn't bother me. So Esther had a little snore last night, and she sleeps on her side, so I just give her a little bum rub, mm. a little tap, 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 and then she'll stop. And likewise with me. Mm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel funny even on holidays because when I go to bed before her during the week, it's fine because that's our routine. Mm. But I don't like when I'm on holidays. I don't like going to bed without her there. Mm. I like that whole. What about the what heat? About it, yeah, and what about if it's going to get you extra cuddles? No. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I might be able to make sacrifice. See, for us, going to bed doesn't do that. It's usually. No, they're eight. saying because they've had more sleep, yeah. they're more likely because they're saying that the number one kill joy, I guess, for, for women is that they're right. always tired. Yeah, it's not an right. excuse, they generally are. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I'm pretty satisfied with my current it's a, amount. So. It's a younger thing now that people are saying to sleep is in it? separate bedrooms. They're yeah. saying that a lot of people are even like, uh, if they're getting a one bedroom like, flat normally, mm. they're actually requesting two mm. and there's only like a couple living there. Right. If you're married and you have two separate bedrooms, does the guy get to pick his doona cover or does the wife still do that for him? <laughs> you can have a race car bed if that. you want. Ninja Turtles are back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> get them on there. Yeah. I pick my doona cover because we we've got a spare room that's yeah. like a quasi-my room. I used to keep my clothes in there so I could get dressed without waking Cat up and occasionally Rory will want to sleep in with um, with mum or whatever. And, and then uh, it's, it's dark and lovely, dark uh, um, linen. <laughs> what colour? Blue. Dark blue. Oh, yeah, dark blue, blue. Right. Mm. oh yeah. see, I would have thought you'd go... And up the top it says Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, see, there we go. In a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. All right, David's on. Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. How you going? Good. What's your deal? 
Um, so, yeah, we sleep in uh, separate beds, same bedroom, but separate beds. Okay. Why do you um, do that? Because we both sleep differently, as Abby was saying. Mm. So she likes to be, she's really a hot sleeper, mm. so she doesn't like blankets, like really cold, and I like to be really warm. Wow, it's normally the other sleep. way around. So is it two yeah. doubles, or have you got two singles in the room? Uh, so two singles. Yeah. So two singles side by side, and I also sleep in a different position than she does. Mm. Did you have the conversation about whether you should do bunks? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I would think, oh, you could do bunks. That would be cool. <laughs> They're lots of fun, back in childhood. Yeah. So hey, do, you, like, do you tuck each other in sometimes and like choose one bedroom, um, one bed? As in, t- like, take blankets? Yeah, well, we have two separate blanks, blankets as well. So we mm. all have our own blanket, mm-hmm. each right. separately, mm-hmm. but next to each other. What's it like mm. making love in a single bed? Well, they're doubles together, so... Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, push them together. Okay, right. Okay. Push them together. Yeah. Oh, so hang on, double. so you've got two singles, and then when you go game time, you push them together in the middle of the room. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what a king it. is. Exactly if you right. look like a king-size right. bed and, like, you go to a hotel, they're generally all singles pushed mm. together. You ever yeah. fallen in the yeah, crack? Yeah, well, they're double single kings. <laughs> yeah, they're single kings, yeah. Yeah, right. So that'd be a great great way to get it going, though. She goes for a shower. You quickly push the beds it's together. It's like a signal. She yeah. walks in, you're yeah. like, hey. beds are together, baby! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Wow. So, yeah, okay. I like it. Raquel in Forest Lake, what's your situation? How do you guys sleep? Hey, guys. Hey. Um, my husband and I, we've been together for 11 years, um, and we sleep in different bedrooms in separate beds. Mm-hmm. And is it yeah, because so, someone snores, you just can't? Um, well, I'm a hardcore snorer, yeah. and my husband, um, he has really bad nightmares. Right. Like, to a point where I've woken up in the middle of the night, and his head's, like, pushed against mine, and he's screaming, and I don't even know what he's saying. Mm. But, um, yeah, it just doesn't work for us. And you guys wake uh, up, also, and you feel more refreshed. Yeah, absolutely. But I also, I like to set my alarm for 4 a.m. And I like to hit snooze every nine minutes till 5.30. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> okay, so, hang on, Raquel. You're, okay, so you snooze your phone between 4.30 and 5.30. Yep. and or you, from 4 a.m. till 4 5.30. Till 5:30. So 4 till 5.30. Yep. Every nine minutes your alarm goes off and you're complaining about him yelling in your ear in the middle of the night. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. If you tell people this, do they normally think that something's wrong with your marriage? Uh, all the time. Yeah. They always ask, like, you know, what's up? What's going on? Are you guys not happy? But seriously, we are so happy. I wouldn't have it any other way. That's why the snooze? Saying. That's what they're saying. Yeah, why the why snooze? Why snooze every nine minutes? Um, I don't know. I think it's just a reminder that, yeah, you have to get up, but my body's telling me I don't want to get up. So <laughs> <laughs> You're losing an hour. You could get Remember an extra hour and a half sleep. On that said, like, some people get better sleep with snoozing and then some people can't. Like, it's mm. a personal right. thing to snooze or not to snooze. Mm. Interesting. There you go. Uh, Jeff on Bribey Island, you guys have been sleeping in separate beds for 20 years. Yeah, been together 40 years. Mm. And, um, yeah, we had a um, special needs child born, which meant a lot of nighttime get-ups, so not disturb each other. We went to separate rooms, and fantastic. Right. And still obviously happy together. Whatever I want, whatever whatever time I want, Mm -hmm. she can do the same, and then... Um, the nights where things happen, it's either her room or my room. <laughs> right, there you go. Do you yell out from if you guys are in bed? Do you yell out to each other down the hall like, "Hey, Jeffy boy, what are you doing?" No, in there? it's twenty twenty one. We messenger each other. Yeah, that's hot. <laughs> 
Stab, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Irwin has tonight announced she's taking a break from social media after reigniting a long-running family feud with shocking comments about her grandfather, Bob. So we all love the Irwins. I mean, everyone loves Australia Zoo. And when you see these headlines, you're like, what? What? They don't get along? Because Bindi Irwin has made headlines because she posted a beautiful tribute for Father's Day, because it's Father's Day over in the States, to Mm. her husband and to her father-in-law and also to her dad, Steve, but left out uh, Bob. And someone innocently just said, oh, what about your grandfather, Bob? What about Bob? What about Bob? And she went on and said uh, that he's never said a single kind word to me personally and it breaks my heart, but it's not a healthy uh, relationship to engage in. Because there's always been the rumours that there's been a rift between... Steve's family and his father after he passed away, but no one's ever officially really sort of mentioned anything from. Yeah, and Bindi never normally speaks about it, so that's why it's made headline, and people jump to Bob's defence as well. Um, And someone who we know quite well, Amanda French, she's the co-writer of Bob Irwin's autobiography, The Last Crocodile Hunter, and also a really good friend of Bob, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's, um, He's one of the best people I know, so, yeah, quite upset about what's happened in the last 48 hours and I think quite a lot of people are jumping in to defend him. It's not much of a secret I guess that there is a rift and has been for quite a few years since Bob actually resigned from Australia Zoo in 2008. Bob hasn't seen the kids since that time um, and it's a a surprise as to what was said and, and how Bindi came out and saying what she said. I mean it was some pretty weighty terms that were thrown around psychological abuse all of that sort of stuff i mean you'd have to have some pretty pretty big evidence to back that it's a pretty big call to make what was um bob's relationship like with terry before steve passed Uh, because i i get the sense that that's where the rift is yeah there was never any sort of bad blood there i think bob will take the real reasons as to why he resigned from australia zoo to his grave that's Mm. just the kind of person he is he's maintained a very neutral position about it even when he published his autobiography, it was um, a very yeah beautiful, neutral way of describing the reasons he left. And the reason he did that is because he knew there'd be consequences for Australia Zoo. He didn't see eye to eye on some certain um, issues to do with um, with Australia Zoo at the time and some of the animals. So he well, will what take were the, that. What exactly him. were the issues? I can't talk about that, but it's definitely something that, um, yeah, he he just wanted to sort of have as a private matter between him and the management of the zoo. They didn't see eye to eye on it, and ultimately he resigned. Mm. There was, I mean, it's obviously Bindi's truth, you know, and I don't know if the the issue started, I guess, before she was born even. I don't really know, but her truth of saying that the the gifts were returned, um, that she had sent Bob, is, is that true or do you know why? Yeah, absolutely. It, it is true. And I guess there's more contact, context to that story. And that is they haven't had a relationship since 2007, 2008, which was the last time they, he saw the kids as well. Mm. The gifts were returned because they were odd. They're always from Terry Irwin, never from the kids. It doesn't say from Terry, Bindi and Robert. I've been there when he's been sent an anniversary gift, for example, which was a shower cap. Like really strange thing okay. to send a, a man. And to me, it's a passive aggressive thing to do and that's my perspective not Bob's but Mm. it's strange and after a while of that um, Bob and his wife Judy did return um, one of the gifts at at some point but yes never any correspondence from Bindi herself. I guess then so Steve's burial place is the inside the zoo there that would mean Bob, Bob hasn't even been able to set foot inside the zoo. 
Correct. That's hard for him not to be able to return to his son's resting place, as you can understand. So, yeah, he hasn't been back to Australia Zoo since there was a... Um, when the Australia Zoo Wildlife Hospital was launched back in 2008, um, it was supposed to be dedicated to Bob and his late wife, Lynn, because that was where Lynn did the bulk of her wildlife work in the old avocado shed out the back. Um, they actually retracted Bob's invitation to attend that launch, but he mm. attended anyway. I organised that event and I remember him turning up that day and sitting in the audience looking very upset, but he came in, he said nothing, he watched the opening and the unveiling and he left. So so you've worked at the zoo and um, spent a lot of time there and you're obviously very close uh, to the family. What's your view of Terry? Did you get along with Terry when you worked there? I guess all I, all I will say on that is... Um, you know, a lot of people have left Australia so with the same feeling. When I went back to write the book and spoke to a lot of those key people who worked with Bob and Steve, there was still some bad blood there about how they felt that they were treated and they still feel so passionate about what they were doing there, how they felt about Bob and Steve's management, that they just adored them and loved them and learned so much for them and they've never had a boss like that again and I think that was what I took away from writing the book is there was just so much love and respect for Bob. That's what upset me the most for him reading the comment from Bindi is that there was a lot of talk about the financial support the zoo had given him as if it was like a zoo handout for Bob. Mm. You have to remember that Bob gave them that zoo. He gave that to Terry and Steve when they were married but it was always the agreement that he would be on a pension for the remainder of his days, you know, in return for that, that he would be looked after. At any point, have you sat down with Bob and gone, hey, look, is it just worth pushing this all to the side and, and just... Absolutely. And I guess that has happened for him numerous times. So his stance, and, and when we wrote the book, we decided because he tried a number of times to write to the kids through the zoo, and we don't know if it ever got through. I mean, when mail goes to the zoo, it goes to you know, up to a thousand staff somewhere in there out the back. Um, we decided to write the close off the book with a message to his grandkids, which was beautiful. And he says nothing but great things about them. He says they're always welcome if they ever turned up. But I think it would be very hard for Bob to ring Terry or ring Australia Zoo and say, hey, guys, like, can we fix this? It would be nice if they did now. Now mm. there's another generation as well. Like, I know that it's, it's so unusual for this to be so public now, but you hope as a result that maybe something will be repaired. Let's Absolutely. do it on air. Yeah. Let's get them together on air here on B105 <laughs> and do the reunion all of Brisbane wants. <laughs> uh, I think that's a big wish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, hey, you know, dreams can come true, Amanda. Um, well, we'd love to speak to Bob. Um, we know that you're very close to him and he was a bit apprehensive to actually come on the air and speak. So if you could reach out to him, we, we would love to to uh, speak to him. Thank you so much. Amanda French, co-writer of Bob Owen's autobiography, The Last Crocodile Hunter. Thanks for coming on this morning. Thanks, guys. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. As another show draws to a close, Stav, Abby and Matt take a moment to reflect. My nine-year-old um, has decided that he's a tennis champion. Mm -hmm. uh, he took it up late last year and wanted to go in a couple of tournaments. I was like, oh, I don't think you're ready for it. But anyway, he wanted to play. Big money in tennis. Well, that's what he's mm. saying. He says he'll pay me back for it. And I was like, you know, that's the rules. I'll get my any sport my kid wants to play, kids, mm -hmm. I'll be like, yep, go for it. It's good for you. Except cricket, because cricket takes up too much of mama's time. But yeah. any other sport I'm down for, I will drive you all around and support you. But apparently not enough, because at his last tournament... He was in tears because he didn't win. He got back in the car. I was like, that mum was a bit hectic. And he goes, 
yeah, you could have been as well. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He goes, I said, she was yelling. And I said, he goes, support. I said, she was yelling when he did anything wrong. It was like full on. He goes, you could do a little bit more of that. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I just I can't do it on the sidelines. You I should be like, <laughs> I should be like your mum. Your mum used to call out, yeah, didn't she? She did, yeah. I realise I don't. I, like, I'll clap when they do well, so, yeah. but I feel uncomfortable screaming instructions. Go, Finny! Yeah. Forehand! Forehand! <laughs> Maybe I need to learn more about the sport. He goes, you're just sitting there on your phone. I was like, because it was my time. <laughs> thanks. But no, thanks. I'm Instagramming pictures of you. How Show proud me. I am. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> flight simulator. Remember Microsoft Flight Simulator? Yeah. I think yeah. it's still around. Yeah. Pretty cool game. And people would look at it and, you know, if you've got a joystick, people are like, look at that. They're, maybe they've got an interest in aviation. Mm. How great. <laughs> Lawnmower simulator. Doesn't quite get the same. Is there a real thing? Sure is. No. Yeah, you can go on and mow yards and stuff. Is that See, a look, look at the face you guys are pulling. Wow. Yeah. So thanks. <laughs> they, they should do it so it's like uh, it controls a robot. So wait, this is not a joke. Not a joke. There is a game. Yeah. Yeah. Ride on mower. Lawn mowing simulator. A yeah. ride on mower yeah. or just a yeah right. And you, you've, yeah. you've played it. You play it. No. <laughs> How much was it? It's no. It's free. It's on Steam. Thanks. <laughs> but no thanks. Wow. Imagine that. Has a few rounds of that, then goes to Moses' lawn. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I got it quicker than the computer. Knew I would. Has anybody ever tried to put a sock on a dog? Nope. It's hard. Dog doesn't like a sock. My dog's got a sore toe, so a dog sock. If I, yes, if I want it to go outside. Whose sock is it? Is it a spare sock? Mine's one of my sockettes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Where was the other one? What do you mean? Well, you just, what did you do with the other sock? Yeah. Well, no, well, I need to put one on each foot so he matches. Huh. <laughs> you don't even wear matching socks. You save true. that for your dog. That's true. But, yeah, so he's going to the vet today. Hopefully there will be no more dog socks. They are very annoying. Because uh, the claw, <laughs> he's got to stop him from gnawing at yeah. it. I bet you put white ones on as well for him going outside. Yeah, and I make him make sure to pull them up. <laughs> do, you, do you put them on so they match? Match his white and his coat. And then they do that weird thing where they lift their leg up and hop around, but he's yes, so I don't I don't want to put any more socks on my dog. Thank you. But no thank you. Steph, Brisbane wakes up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105.